Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. We are in the middle of our study of the church. We are asking what the church is, what is its value, and how we can be part of it, and the necessity that every person is part of it. We have seen that 1 Corinthians 12 tells us that we are all baptized into one body, and that each of us are members in the body of Christ. He is the head, we are the body. The church is the expression of God in the world today. Yesterday we were looking at the portion of scripture in chapter 11 where Paul is putting down the guidelines for communion and he tells them that they should examine themselves before they partake of the bread and the wine. Otherwise they're going to eat and drink judgment to themselves, not discerning the Lord's body. And we talked yesterday that this examination is not looking whether we were worthy or not because none of us are worthy enough to partake of communion. The very fact that we are partaking is because we recognize we need a Savior. We need His shed blood. We need His body that was broken for us and His blood that was shed for us. So it is not that we are examining ourselves to see if we're worthy, but we must partake in a worthy manner. We must discern the Lord's body. And we saw that this was more than just the physical body of Christ. This is discerning the body of Christ as we are members one of another. And when we partake of the bread and the wine, we cannot be separate from one another. We must realize that we're all coming on the basis of Christ's provision of salvation. And this matter of being weak or sick is a matter of not receiving the benefit that other members would give to us. It says in Ephesians chapter 4 that the whole body is being knit together and there is a supply through every joint where two members come together. And so if we don't discern the body of Christ, we get out of sorts with other members. There is a schism in the body, as it says in 1 Corinthians 12. And there is a rift and there's not a flow of life as there ought to be. Every member needs to be connected spiritually with other members in the body of Christ and receive the flow of health and strength and life that is provided there. Now, before we move on from this, there is one other analogy, and it all comes out of this matter of the Lord's Supper. Breaking the bread, taking the cup. It says in the previous chapter, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 16, The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread. Think about this analogy. As you take the loaf of bread, which is symbolic of the body of Christ, and we break it, and it is distributed to each person that takes a part. That is representative of your salvation, your part in the death of Jesus Christ. And as we partake of that, we each digest it physically into our body, but it's symbolic that we are receiving the benefit of that salvation. After each of us have partaken of the body of Christ, Christ is in each of us now. 
And the only way that that body of Christ can become one again, as we as individual members are knit back together into the body of Christ. Do you see the picture? His body was broken for us. Each one of us have taken a piece and we have appropriated that to our own life. Now the body of Christ is to come back together as we as individual members are knit one with the other. We come back and we show the unity of the body of Christ again. And to partake of the body of Christ and not then recognize that we are one with other Christians is not discerning the body of Christ. This scripture says that we are that one bread. You know, it's interesting to think how bread is produced. Bread is made from wheat. Where did the wheat come from? Wheat is grown in a field. Wheat is grown on individual stalks that's growing up out of the earth. And really, if you look at the typology of this, it really is significant. We are all creatures of the earth. We were formed out of the earth by the hand of God and he breathed into us the breath of life and we became a living soul. So we're all individual stalks growing up out of the earth. But then we are harvested. I grew up on a farm. I drove the combine many times and have seen the sickle of the combine cut the stalks and it falls onto the bed of the combine and then takes it through and harvests the grain. What it does, it separates the kernels of the wheat from the stalks and then it is collected into bins. And so it is when we come to the Lord in salvation. Even Jesus said, look onto the fields. They are white unto harvest. And he said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. There is a work of harvest that is going on by telling people that Christ is our salvation and we are saved and we're brought into the church. And as it were, we sort of get collected into bins. Some get collected into the Presbyterian bin, some into the Baptist bin, some into the Pentecostal bin. There are different kinds of bins, of groups where people are collected. And as we get into that bin, we could say, boy, boy, look at the unity that we have. We all are here in the bin together. But still there is an individuality in the bin. We are together, but we're just a collection of wheat together. And this is a good picture, but it is not still one bread yet. And we can try to get some wheat to move from one bin to another. And we can say we're having more unity because we got some wheat from one denominational bin to move into the other bin. And some bins are larger than others. But this is not all that God wants. He wants us to be ground into flour. Now this is quite a process. We suddenly, through dying to ourself and dying to our own identity, we become one in Christ. And as it were, we're ground together into flour. Now, no one particular grain of wheat can say, here I am, I'm over here, as opposed to someone else. Now there is such a unity that it is ground into flour. And this is what God wants in the church. He doesn't want us to be identified as a particular denomination. He wants us just to be Christians. He wants us to be ground together into that flour. And then he, as the master baker, takes us and he adds his ingredients to us. And he puts us together into a dough that he then bakes. And then it becomes one 
bread. It becomes a loaf. And what a beautiful aroma comes forth when you walk into a kitchen and the loaf is in the oven and it is filling that whole air. And then the oven door opens and the bread is brought out. There is nothing more tasty than freshly baked bread that comes out of an oven. That is the aroma that God wants us to have in this world. The aroma of coming together as one people. I believe this is what Paul is talking about in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 when he speaks that we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved. He goes on to say the aroma of life leading to life. There is something about the unity of the body of Christ when we really come together as one that attracts others no longer fighting for predominance and for preeminence, but we're serving one another. We're laying down our life for one another. We're considering other people better than ourselves. This whole aspect of being known by our love, you know, the true mark of Christians is their love for one another. And that is what we are meant to be. People need to look at how the church operates and say, what a beautiful aroma. There's no stench here of pride. There's no stench here of self-serving. These people really care for one another. They really help one another. This is the aroma that needs to come forward from the church. And I believe that's what Jesus was praying for in John chapter 17. In verse 20, he says, I do not pray for these alone, speaking about his present disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. He was praying for the unity of the church so that the world would believe that God sent him. You know, sometimes the church doesn't live up to its advertising. We say, come to Christ and he'll give you a better life. Come to Christ and he'll fill you with love and joy and peace and gentleness and goodness. And then people look at the church and they do not see that in the lives of the people that are saying it. Paul addresses this very point in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And he writes to this church and he says to them in verse 1, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? You see, he says, You're just acting like mere men. You're no different than people who do not know Christ if there are divisions among you. Because you see, the only way we're going to have the attributes of love and joy and peace among suffering and all of those traits that we admire is when it is the fruit of the Spirit that God places these in our life. And how does that Spirit flow to us? It flows to us through other members. And it is very important... Our spiritual growth is dependent upon our spiritual connections with other people. Well, this is quite a study, the church. I hope that you're seeing the value and importance of the church. It is so clear in Scripture that we need one another. You are not meant to exist on your own. 
Well, our time is gone for today. I'm Ken Miles. We'll be back tomorrow. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.